You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Sometimes you're happy and sometimes you're sad, but the world goes round. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. I'm your host, Jackson Klein. On March 12, 2020, the Broadway League suspended performances for all Broadway shows through April 12th amidst rising coronavirus concerns and bans on large gatherings. Six months later, most industries are reopening, television and film productions resuming, and many office employees are settling nicely into remote work routines. Yet, staying masked, practicing social distancing, and avoiding large crowds remains crucial in the fight against COVID-19. As a result, Broadway and many theaters across the country remain closed until at least January 3rd, 2021. So much remains unknown for our industry. But there's hope as live performances begin sprouting up at venues such as Berkshire Theatre Group and Weathervane Theatre. As Broadway's Diana prepares to be filmed for Netflix. As theatre artists find ways to create work digitally. But... What did the future look like for actors at the beginning of the pandemic? During the month of March, we released daily conversations with actors performing in Broadway shows, national tours, and regional productions, as they first adapted to workplace changes, then unemployment and the uncertainty. Six months later, we're looking back at those conversations to see if anything from the past can teach us about the months ahead. Sometimes your dreams get broken in pieces, but that doesn't alter a thing. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As businesses across the country began shutting down and transitioning to remote operations in early March, live theater continued. However, many productions began taking precautions. As we heard from Jason Kappas, in rehearsal for a production of Sister Act at Seattle's Fifth Avenue Theater, Tina's Jessica Rush, and Frozen's Adam Jepsen. We got an email uh, from from company management um, that, you know, sort of outlined the the 22nd hand washing that, of course, you know, we're all supposed to be doing in life in general. We, uh, we had some discussions about, you know, what people may or may not want to do with, you know, props. And we've had uh, uh, moments in choreography, you know, where we're all supposed to be holding hands, where, you know, we just kind of 
been foregoing that for right now, um, you know, until we we need to actually do the choreography properly. They did encourage us, you know, to stay home if sick, which is was sort of nice to hear in official capacity because, you know, as we all want to be the people who are dependable and show up. And uh, we had last week um, during our last week in the rehearsal hall, we had multiple days with five or six people out of rehearsal. Um, people who just had cold symptoms, a couple people had the flu. So, you know, everybody was taking it seriously and we were managing as best we could. We were disinfecting the armrests and the back of the seats between every show. We are not allowing backstage guests. There's no uh, line uh, at the stage door. And, um, and anyone who's traveled, you know, vendors aren't allowed backstage so they were trying to keep it really separate front of house and 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 behind the curtain just so because we can control us you know anyone who feels sick don't come to work in fact on sunday i had a sore throat and a cough and normally i would have gone to work but i thought "Mm, well i don't know so i called out you know because i was like i had a sore throat saturday and then a cough on sunday and i thought well who knows what this is? So I called out on Sunday. Well, first started off with Sharpies for signing. So they were like, don't accept Sharpies or pens from audience members to reduce, I guess, contamination, right? I think that started late last week. Early this week, we're going to provide Sharpies for you guys in this box. Please do not take any photos. Please like remain kind of far away from audience members. And then two days ago, or maybe it was even yesterday, they said there will not be no signing at all. And then also yesterday, what broke, of course, is with a Broadway usher at the Booth Theater and the Brooke Atkinson's Theater, I believe. And that was kind of the first time that management came to each of the dressing rooms. That happened last night. And they said, this has hit the Broadway community in terms of an actual human being. Sometimes a friend starts treating you bad, but the world goes right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Around this time, many performers, including Jessica Rush and Come From Away Tour standby Jane Bunting, sensed that a shutdown was imminent. Well, I'm a mom, clearly, and so I've already been paying attention to things. I'm immunocompromised uh, because of medication that I'm on. And so... And also just in general, I like to know things. So I've been like keeping track of it for a while now and thinking this can't keep, this can't go on. They're going to have to do something. Um, I'm the person who, when we got to the theater on like Tuesday, people were like, do you think they're going to cancel Broadway? And I said, absolutely. 
<laughs> Absolutely. It's a matter of, I said, we will not be here by the weekend. I guarantee it. So I walked out into the house to watch because we did have a standby on that night. And I walked into the house and it was, it was light. It was, a, we've been playing a lot of bigger houses on the road. So for what we're used to, it was a bit smaller. And it, I mean, there was a bit of a, you know, an interesting energy on stage. Like, I mean, people, we had had actually a company meeting right before half hour to just kind of address what was going on. And we were told we're not canceled as of yet, but obviously this is an, uh, this is an ongoing situation and we have, we're finding out new information every hour. In fact, on Wednesday night, um, as everything was being canceled, NBA season, you know, Houston rodeo, I have relatives in Texas and they're like, the Houston rodeo is canceled. All these things are being canceled. And um, Wednesday night, I went around at work and I was like, y'all might just want to take home anything that you would want to have at home if you can't come here for a couple weeks. And they're like, what? No, just blah, 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 blah. I was like, I'm telling y'all, you should pack things up. I was like, I'm going to be the mom here and tell you, take home what you're going to want. And looky, looky, look what happened. Who was right? Among the first productions to officially shut down were the San Francisco-based And Peggy Company of Hamilton, featuring Christopher Henry Young, and Fifth Avenue Theater's Sister Act. So the first thing that we got was that the health crisis had hit, that there were movements happening here in San Francisco. Wednesday morning, we get information that we're meeting at half hour to discuss what was um, announced that morning, and it was that gatherings of over a thousand people were now not to happen. And we found that out all through the news. And we found out at that meeting uh, and in the email that followed before half hour that our company management had only been informed about that at the, at the time that it dropped via the news outlet. So they weren't even given a necessary, unnecessarily any heads up, which um, we were all quite shocked at because, you know, we, I guess the assumption is that the things affecting specific companies would get some sort of, hey, this is happening, but I guess there really wasn't the time if I'm making an assumption about it. So that um, Wednesday, we all meet at half hour before our matinee, where they inform us that, um, and this is our company, the they is our company management, along with uh, Broadway SF's higher ups meet to inform us. Broadway San Francisco. Yes, Broadway San Francisco. Um, at the Orphan Theater, and they all meet to tell us that there is this thing going out that the mayor has put a ban on uh, non-essential public gatherings over a thousand people, and our theater is close to 2,000 people. And so we weren't sure what that meant because of how it all lined up timing-wise, but the news that we had at the moment was that the actual bill, paperwork of whatever it is, hadn't been signed yet, so we were going to go forth with the matinee and see when that all came about. We then find out at the end of the matinee, they, they tell us at intermission that we'll be having a second meeting once the show comes down, get out of costume as quickly as you possibly can, um, come meet on stage. And so we get there and that's when they inform us that we would be canceling performances through for the next two weeks. Last night at about 10 p.m. Uh, in a tech rehearsal that was going until 11.30, when we were on a break and saw that it was expected that the governor of Washington was going to be issuing a statement today on Wednesday, canceling any gatherings of people of 250 people or more. 
including concerts, shows, sports events, etc. Broadway followed soon after, with an initial four-week shutdown planned. It is a massive call to make. I mean, that is, I knew it wouldn't be taken lightly, and I knew they would try to get by as long as they could, because what it means for the economy, what it means for us, what it means for shows that haven't opened, also just tourism in general, what that puts out to the world. But at the same time, New York City, you know, everything they keep talking about uh, is the community spreading and, and populations uh, where it's really dense, you know, like areas with density. And my God, there's nowhere more dense than Manhattan, you know, in the United States, I think. So um, that was just, that was something that I knew. I was like, they have to call it. They have to. I did not expect a month, to be honest. Yeah. I expected a couple weeks. I was like, okay, well, a couple weeks and then we'll come back. So a month was when I got that text yesterday when um, the, the news broke that they were in a meeting to talk about a month-long you know, stoppage. I was like, oh, that's, that's definitely intense. Meanwhile, tours had a rather unique experience shutting down. Often individual venues made calls to cancel tour stops before the producers did, resulting in information being discovered in unusual ways. As Chicago's John Tupi explained. Our Roxy Hart, Molly Downs, she interviewed, she was doing an interview with um, one of our theaters that we were performing with in Canada. And she calls in for this interview and um, they're pretty much like, you know, you're not still performing here in two weeks. And she was like, that is, that's news. We're not super surprised to hear it, but that was the first we were hearing of it. Just because it's all happening so fast. And the venues are the ones in control of all of this. It's not, the producers aren't canceling the shows. The venues are saying, we're not going to be able to do this. Then they have to tell the producers, that's like the line of communication. Life during the early weeks of the shutdown was filled with unknowns. From compensation and unemployment claims to return dates. So one of the things that that came up as a question for a lot of us actors was, with the new tax law, um, a lot of people incorporate. And when you do that, you cannot collect unemployment. For certain shows that are specifically closed, I think some regional theater uh, performances aren't so much postponed as kiboshed and kind of ended in that way and some off-Broadway shows have closed, um, some shows that were about to close on Broadway closed early, like so on and so forth. And so for some of them, they are genuinely like closed, unemployed, they can apply for unemployment. We don't necessarily know the status of our employment. Like as a, as a show that wasn't intended to close, uh, we were going on tour later this year. Like this company was moving from San Francisco onwards and upwards. To not really know or understand what our employment status is means that we can't necessarily apply for unemployment because we don't believe ourselves to be unemployed. From what I do understand, we do have overages still coming in because those uh, those are hitting us, you know, uh, a month after we play a city. And so I do know that I have an overage check coming in on Thursday. Otherwise, I mean, we don't know anything. We have absolutely no idea whether or not we're still going to be compensated, um, which I know is a very comp- uh, it's a very complicated situation. 
And I fortunately have been saving a lot over the last year and a half. So I'm, I'm not worried, but I also just don't know how long I'm not going to be able to go back to work and how much of my savings I'm going to have to dip into. Something specific about our company here in San Francisco is that we're a point of origin company. And for people who don't necessarily understand what that is, it's essentially they make San Francisco your point of origin, which contractually means that you don't aren't necessarily guaranteed per diem. It it's kind of similar to being housed in New York. Uh, act, you know, shows in New York don't typically get per diem because that's your point of origin. And so for us out here, um, the Hamilton producers have given us so much in in way of kind of helping live in this very expensive city for so long. But being on a point of origin contract can bring just brings up a mountain of other questions. We are most definitely canceled uh, this week and next week. So we were supposed to finish out our run in Dallas this week. And then next week, we were supposed to be in Naples. What some of us have done is that uh, we have started looking at the individual websites of each venue that we have an upcoming run at. So the week after Naples is West Palm and the website as of yesterday said that we're still on, but the following week would be the first of a two week run in Fort Lauderdale and that week uh, has been canceled. But that's not something that has been necessarily announced to us by the producers. Um, so that's something that we have all kind of sleuthed. I am assuming that we're gonna be off for longer than two weeks, um, especially hearing that the CDC has been recommending that there are no gatherings of more than 50 people, which obviously doing a Broadway tour, usually we do it to more than 50 people. Ideally, we do it to more than 50 people. So I'm assuming that it's going to be a while and I am just trying to prepare for that as best as I can from being stocked up, stocked up as possible where I'm staying to setting up a regimen every day so that I don't go absolutely insane. We don't really know when the tour is actually going to pick back up. We don't know how bad this is going to get. It seems like every single day we're getting a new piece of information. And I think that's the scariest part of it is like you never, there's this huge if. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's coming next. And so you can only make plans for so long. With a long road to recovery ahead, many found moments of lightness through community and creativity, as they still do months later. I'm trying to, as I think all of us are, focus on the positive things right now, which is that I wasn't expecting to see my family for the next six months, and now I get a chance to go back. So I have a beautiful guitar that has been sitting in my storage unit because it's just too big of a thing to take with me on the road. I'm planning on walking over to my storage unit this afternoon and just getting, busting that baby out and just reteaching myself how to do that. I have a lot of friends that are, uh, you know, offering, as I'm sure, you know, we all do in this community, which is amazing, offering a lot of digital content. I have some choreographer friends that are doing that. I'm gonna try to learn routines. I'm, I'm gonna, I have a girlfriend in the show who's in our band and she has the idea of making a bunch of music videos of, and she wants to include some choreography in them. And she sent me a bunch of recordings and stuff. And so that's a project that I have an infinite amount of time to work on. So that's something that's going to be really nice. I mean, I, I feel like I'm not going to be able to handle this unprecedented stretch 
of time without figuring out a way to be creative. I just, I, I will not survive, I will go nuts. Moments like these remind me of why I think our community is so special, be it from the Instagram videos and posts of people finding humor and heart in this like really stressful time. I think it's important. Uh, uh, the workshop of Aida made this kind of funny spoof on a gospel song about being out of work. Laura Benanti uh, making a call out to young musical theater actors in their kind of high school years to still put out the, the versions of their high school musicals just to like let that be seen. Um, I think those moments are really important and just remind the world why the theater community is so important, um, why expression and art is. And so I, I hope people remember that and I hope we band together as a community um, even more so than we already were. Special thanks to Jane Bunting, Adam Jepson, Jason Kappas, Jessica Rush, John Tupi, and Christopher Henry Young for allowing us to reshare their stories this week. The Ensemblist was produced today by Mo Brady and me, Jackson Klein. There are two great ways you can be helping The Ensemblist right now. One is by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. The second is by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash theensemblist. Please follow The Ensemblist wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or at bpn.fm, the home of Broadway Podcast Network. You can also follow us on Instagram. Wear a mask, stay safe, and thank you for listening. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.